Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. Ugh, we so have, pumped for today. We have a very, very exciting out of this world episode tonight. Um, and it's a good thing we're doing it on tonight because the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer just premiered and I didn't get to, we actually both did not get to watch it till just now, maybe like 10 minutes before this episode. And I texted yeah. Zach and he sent me like a gif, gif, whatever it is, a gif of Steve Harvey, like going at it. And Zach, how many times do I often text you about a trailer like dc or star wars wise that actually gets me very rarely very rarely and i was texting him like omg bro um yeah do you want to start on your thoughts on that on that official trailer for obi obi (laughs) okay so i (laughs) you're like a kid in a candy store right now I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Okay, because because nothing gets me just amped up more than Duel of the Fates, the song. Like, nothing gets me Is that what so that was? Invested. Yes. Oh, yeah. Nothing gets me super excited besides that song. Like, very few things do. And, I mean, it looks great. We're following some of the same characters we got. Um, following everyone, obviously. We're getting new characters as well. It looks fantastic. And we have the technology now with kind of what we were doing with Rogue One and also with um, The Mandalorian and The Book of Boba Fett. So it looks fantastic. Really excited to see it. Looks like Ewan McGregor has aged, which is fantastic. Like fine wine. Because now we're getting like an older, like fine wine. (laughs) We're getting an older Obi-Wan, which is what we're looking for. And, you know, we see young Luke. And, I mean, they didn't even show Hayden Christensen's Darth Vader yet. So. Which they don't need to. When that gets revealed, who knows? But it looks like a great project so far. And just, just hearing that song again just made me so excited. I'm just, <laughs> I'm giggling how excited I was just hearing that song again. I was just, at the end of it, I was just like, oh, yes, this is what I wanted. Thank you. I just need this song back again in my life. So I'm super excited for it. Out of, out of a 10 rating, what would you give that trailer and a hype? you have in hype 10 in terms of like content and um just as a trailer maybe an 8 8.5 like it's not it doesn't give you enough to really build up a teaser anything. trailer does a teaser always gives you and that's but, what i've said about do- other things yeah but i think for me it's the music that's carrying it forward it's it's that same song again from um phantom menace that is recurring again just gets me so excited i i can't tell you why just makes me super excited so i'm hyped i'm hyped man 
Well, I don't know how I can follow that review, but I'm going to try. Um, so I just literally watched it like two seconds before I hopped on here. Um, I, so it, the only other time I've been that hyped for anything Star Wars was Rogue One. Because of the possibilities, it allows you to imagine going into the, um, going into the project, as mm -hmm. I like to call them. And when I, when it first opened up, I had to restart it, like, probably five times because I wanted to, like, process what was happening. Um, to see that back angle of Obi-Wan and then to see him, like, watching Luke from afar because you always wonder like watching um what was it four five and six you're always kind of like okay he says that he watch like he does watch them and then at the end of three like you know he gives Luke away and then he stays on Tatooine to watch Luke so you're always kind of like there's always that middle part where you're like well what did they do next what did they like, how did that process go like does he always watch Luke does he leave Luke for like you just these are kind of just thoughts I've thought of over the last, like, five years since becoming a Star Wars fan. And the fact that we're now getting it, the fact that we're getting Ewan McGregor back, aging like fine wine, now that we're getting back, what was it, Uncle... Uncle Owen? I forgot the actor's name, but yes, yeah. the same actor that we ended... But I forgot what his name was. Three with. It was Uncle... Some, um, um, I'm such a bad Star Wars fan, but... You call my... It's not. Uncle, uncle, something with a J. Anyways, while you look that I'll up. I'll check. Um, yeah. To see, like, that confrontation and then just to, like, know that we're getting this probably a few years after episode three and everything's kind of, like, already being built up. Like, we're going to see the Death Star being built up even more or it's already built. Um... So it's just so many possibilities mm -hmm. for this. And the fact that it is a limited series, like they have mentioned multiple times, it's limited series. It only needs to be a limited limited series. So it's kind of like curious as to what they can actually do with it if it's just, if it ends up being one season, maybe it ends up being another season. But I feel like this is a great way to kind of give a final farewell to these characters if need be. Um, I don't know. Do we know how many episodes mm. it's going to be? Did they say six or eight? No. I don't think they even asked that yet. But... Uncle Owen. I was right. Um, you said Jay. No, I said Uncle Owen at first, and then I thought it started, and then I thought it was like Uncle Jay or something like Uncle Jake. But again, I think I've I've I squealed a few times, especially when I heard the music pop up. When I heard like the music from episode three and I was like, yes. Um, yeah. Duel of Fates, man. It's, it's going to be good. I honestly think I'm going to, I'm going to sit through an entire Star Wars show this time. Um, which I know I need to get caught up on the other ones. I'm, I'm so far behind, but Obi-Wan has always had a special place in my heart. Ewan McGregor has always been amazing in that role. I loved him. So hype wise, I'm out of 10. Because I'm excited. It's like one of the very mm -hmm. first... It's one of the only Star Wars projects I've actually been super excited for. And trailer-wise, I'd give it an 8.5 or 9 out of 10. Just because it, it builds up anticipation to see Hayden Christensen back. And I honestly, I think... I don't know if they've said it already. 
but I know that they plan on, I think, bringing him back for other projects. I wouldn't be surprised if they do, considering where they're at with, like, Book of Boba Fett, where they are with Mandalorian. Like, wouldn't be surprised if they brought him in after they see... A lot of the fans are excited, though, to see him. Like, I'm impressed with how much they talk shit about him. At the end of the day, I think we all knew that he had a shitty script. Like, he didn't really have much to work with in terms of the character. And and I think the characterization that was given to him was moody. And so I think he did what we all assumed was the impression of a moody teen, late 20-year-old. And so what we got was what I think was asked of him. But I don't... I think now, given time, given the fact he's done various different other movies... I think he can now step into it with a fresh light and give us uh, a better performance than what we got in 3. And then again, I think also just the fanfare of 3 was the ending of this prequel trilogy and kind Mm -hmm. of summing up of the Star Wars saga. Or at least the Skywalker saga. And I still love 3. It's one of my favorite. (laughs) It's one of my favorite films. Right, we thought so. But I think fans didn't warm up to it the way that I think Lucasfilm wanted them to. And yeah, fans didn't like it. And so they they continued to, you know, berate Hayden Christensen for his performance. And it's not his fault completely. So... But now that we have John Favreau and David Filoni or Foley, oh my god, I've always fucked his name. Filoni. Filoni, thank you. And Bryce Dallas Howard in these new directorial roles, I think we have a much better chance at getting Star Wars accurate projects and getting these creations brought to life that the fans are wanting. Because I've heard, I mean, I've seen, like, a lot of people are, are obsessed with what Bryce Dallas Howard does to the Mandalorian episodes and the Boba Fett episodes, and so I think we have a... Her, her Boba Fett episode was spectacular, in my opinion. I've was, heard nothing but great things. It was so good. It was so good. The nostalgia, everything, it was so good. So I fully trust... Bryce Dallas Howard. Was that the nostalgic episode that I saw on Twitter? Maybe with the with the Naboo starship, the Starfire. With all those characters that came in. Yeah, I brought by some of the old characters from the Mandalorian. Yes. Yes. Okay. So that's what I thought. Um, Any final thoughts on the Obi Wan trailer? Give it to me now i need it it. it's may may 25th may 26th is that what they said i i honestly i don't remember all i I just saw was music and i closed my eyes like several times because i was just feeling it i think it's may 25th (laughs) when it comes out um all right on to zach's favorite other favorite topic so we both Something saw. In the way. <laughs> Was that in the movie? 
It's the theme song. Fucking get off my case. You're lucky I at least like enjoyed this. Um, so wow. Zach and I both saw the Batman. Zach, in a mm-hmm. very, very, very rare moment, saw it the day before me. Mm-hmm. Fandom event. I saw it premiere night, baby. I know. You I saw was there pre-premiere. With the people. I pre-premiere. I was there. Early access, um, baby. We both saw the Batman. And like you heard us last episode, fucking finally. Um, only yeah. like two or three years later, we finally got to see this beautiful chef's kiss. Hats off to Matt reeves um i'm gonna let zach go first since it's dc it's his really fourth yeah i'm gonna let you go first i kind of want to hear your perspective though really yeah because i feel like i feel like what i have to say is not what people think i'm gonna say so i want to hear what i'm with you okay um no that's fair so I'm going to try and not make this as long as I expected it. Um, so I will say, took me 20 minutes to get into the film to start off with. Because we were kind of like, we were a couple minutes late. So I didn't get to see the full, like, that's why I texted you what was the beginning. Um, the f- Okay, so we're going to do spoilers because basically everyone has seen it at this point. Um, yeah. So I, we, and the we embargo's wa- lifted too. So. Yes. It lifted it lifted like four days before the premiere, assholes. Um Yeah. Anyways, so I walked in at the part with the Riddler looking or someone was looking into this like house or apartment. Um and then mm-hmm. all that stuff happened. So took me about I would say 15, 20 minutes to get into the film because you know, like it's it's introducing. I liked I liked the lead up to Batman. I don't know if we saw him in the first couple of minutes. That was the thing. I don't know if we did see him. But in my head, I kept thinking it's year two. That's what we know so far. So I was the only person that clapped when Robert Pattinson came out <laughs> as the Batman <laughs> from the shadow. By the way, Matt Reeves directed that beautifully because I love that you see like these gangsters like or not gangsters. You see these like p- these hood rats trying to beat up this guy and like all this stuff about that scene. And then all of a sudden, like you hear the the lead up of the music and you look in and it's from the shadows and he just comes out. And I was like, that is the part that got me hooked. And then the rest of it was history. Um, amazing film. Cinematography was gorgeous. The score was great. There were a, a couple spotty parts for me that I just, I felt like it kind of dragged at certain scenes and that certain scenes were not needed. Um, I liked the friendship between him and Gordon. Is that right? Jeffrey Wright's character. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. their chemistry a lot. I thought that they made great, the scenes they were in together, they just, it, I like the trust was already there. I like that Gordon's like, he's with me. Um, I liked, I love the technology. I loved, because you see him, like, you see Pattinson's Batman focusing on things. And I'm like, that's really fucking weird. And then later on, you realize that he's, like, actually analyzing everything. And that he, like, has, like, the contacts because he doesn't remember. Because the night just mixed together. So that was really intriguing for me. And I like seeing the Bat Cave was still established. Um, cinematography it was a gritty beautiful just 
down-to-earth Batman film for me because you always like they they discuss like his past and all the stuff which they really didn't do it was more focused on like a who did it and we did get into his family at the end which I did like I like that they saved it for the end and then they kind of went into Martha's family they went into Dr. Thomas Wayne's family and how like they were corrupt and they weren't perfect and he's starting to realize this and that you finally see the click between him and Alfred towards the end and I was just and I've never been this passionate about DC Project, but like, I don't know, I don't think it's just because it was Pattinson, but I like that it was mostly a Batman film, because you see a little bit of Bruce Wayne, but you see like how Batman is learning, how he's leading the people, how he's like, we don't kill, we don't do this. I did, you might have a different opinion on this, I didn't see the chemistry between him and Zoe Kravitz really. Um, I, I like that they were like kind of good partners, but I just didn't see like the love connect, whatever connection, but like me and Cassidy had thoughts on the kiss that was unnecessary in my opinion, but overall fantastic film. What? Trust the Robert Pattinson fan, super fan to feel like another person kissing him was unnecessary. <laughs> Kara at one point at the end when he's carrying the girl and I look over at the audience and I go I go how do I get hired for that <laughs> um it was a good film though I I did like there's this one picture going around the internet with him leading the people in like a dark it's when all yeah. like that mm-hmm. I can't even describe it in words but I I will say I'm not like in love with the film but I think this is a step in the right direction to kind of bring, like, better stories out for Batman to show, like, okay, it's not just about, like, him working a lot. Him, it's not just him leading into Justice League or any of these other crazy-ass adventures. But, like, this is actually Gotham City. Like, you get to see, like, what the people are doing. You get to see, like, him actually fighting crime in the city. And um, Cassidy had issues with the Riddler. I didn't. I really liked Paul Dano's scene where he's in jail and him and mm-hmm. Batman are talking. I thought that was great. Um, I thought that was like a really good turning point to show, okay, like this is what we're dealing with in the future, in future projects. Um, the jo- Him with the Joker. I, I thought that was unnecessary. Because I know that they're not really going to bring him back for future projects. They said that they're kind of leaving the Joker alone. So I was like, why introduce him if you're not going to use him again? So that was my own issues. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I honestly, I love the film overall. I give it an eight and a half out of ten. I think Robert Pattinson was legit the most perfect actor for this role. Because I know who he was up against. So... I think this was really a turning point for a lot of fans, um, and it really shows his acting skills. And I did like so. My final my final review on it is that I liked the turning point with him and Alfred because there's a point in the movie where he says, "You're not my father," and then later on when he finds out that Bruce Wayne is being targeted, he gets nervous because Alfred's there. So I like seeing that one turning point when he realizes, okay, I have Alfred. Like, I can't let anything happen to him. So that was a good turning point for me. Um, Beautiful film. 
beautifully directed. Still have a little bit of cons, but I think overall the pros outweigh the cons for me. Um, yeah. It, it was a lot. I tried to shorten cool. it, but um, yeah, that's my review. I'm really curious as to what you thought. Okay. Um, how do I stop? So, I saw it Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went into it with, obviously, just excitement and hype. But also hoping to see some things. Hoping to get some clues as to what the plan is. Are we going to build on this for a trilogy situation is this just a standalone like what's the Mm -hmm. plan with the batman i agree with almost everything you said beautifully directed cinematography stunning oh my gosh the images were just luscious um pattinson it was almost like a cowboy uh thriller i would call it like a cowboy western thriller um the feel of the movie because even like Pattinson Batman feels like a sheriff of Gotham and he's he's patrolling yeah. his city. Um felt the Riddler was a fun adversary. Uh I again love the relationship between Jim Gordon and Yeah. and Pattinson. Um felt Alfred and Bruce was weak. Felt also that Bruce was super moody. And I couldn't figure out why. I was wondering, you know, are we still... Is he still overcome with the grief? Is he using the Batman as a vessel just to inflict punishment on Gotham as he's looking for his parents' killer? Um, Don't know. The Riddler reveal was fantastic because at first you think it's Batman and then when you get inside the house you realize it's the Riddler and you're like, oh, it's about to go down. So I really enjoyed that. Um, Selena Kyle, amazing. I really digged the sexual energy between them. I felt it. It was there. Did you um, really? But I think my biggest issue, yeah, I really did. I really did feel the energy between them. I think my biggest issue is there are holes in the story. The story is not complete and and or I had such big expectations where 75% were met and the rest were not. And maybe that's why I have an issue. But I left the movie just feeling, okay, that was good, but I want to give it more, but I can't. And I left with an 8.5. And I was telling Nicole, I I spent the le- next two days trying to bump it up to a 9. Trying to figure out what can I, what in the movie is worth bumping it up to a 9. Because the fan in me wants to give it a 9. But realistically, walking out, it was an 8.5. And I think my issue is the, the Falcone part. Yeah. So one of my favorite actors, John Turturro, was in this movie and I gushed about it. I was like, yes, this is one of my favorite actors. So I was super excited about it. But um, spoiler alert, 
Tutura's character explains to Bruce that Thomas Wayne asked him to kill um, Falcone, uh, Carmine Falcone, and he did for Thomas Wayne. And then Alfred says, no, no, that's not true. Your dad was a great man and that never happened. And when he found out that Falcone about, um, yeah, Falcone killed him, he was upset and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you, you just... There was a great moment there for us to discuss the fact that, you know, sometimes there's corruption in power. And even if Thomas Wayne is the most benevolent individual, we don't know how he got to being, you know, rich and successful. Yeah. And we can also ask questions about that. And and maybe there is something super interesting about Bruce's past, you know, the sins of the father that we could dive into. I mean, we talked a little bit about Arkham with his mom, but I was just like, I would have, I would have really liked to have learned more about the Waynes of the family because we don't touch on that subject. And I think it would have been really interesting for Bruce to not only lose his parents, but realize that his parents weren't all good. And I think that would have brought a lot more humanity to the story and so when he has someone like Alfred, who is his father, regardless, you know, like in finding somebody like him, when the accident happens, maybe there's more emotion behind it, because even then you felt there was a disconnect between them. And I think we can only hope that we'll see more of them together in future instances, but I was just like, I really wanted more there. Because, like, the battle between Selena and Tatura's Falcone character um, was interesting. To find out that it was her dad, to find out that, you know, he didn't give a shit about her and then kills her best friend and then she's like, all right, I'm going to kill him. I'm like, that's interesting, but you don't get the same emotion out of Bruce and so I was just very much like I need a little bit more I needed more story I needed to take me more places but overall as a Batman movie I agree we focus completely on Batman it's a stellar ride from front to back it's a detective movie you're watching Batman actually try to solve a crime and pick up leads and go to different places it's even times quite funny as well. It, like it pokes fun at itself. Um, thumb drive. But yeah, thumb drive. Like just just some really great stuff. Mm. I, I again, I just think I just think there's there needs to be more story. But again, I think we're getting a. Uh, gotham city pd we're also getting um a penguin series so yeah. maybe we'll get more context in those but i was just like something is not right here and as i think about it and uh, as i've been watching some other people's feelings about the movie i'm i'm also tending to lead to the fact that there was an element in the story that was missing i just felt we 
I wanted to see more of the struggle between Riddler and Batman. I felt like we got to a point where it was too easy. And then we got like the twist at the end, which was really, really nice. But I liked, <laughs> I, I wanted to see more. I wanted to see more adversary. I wanted to see more fronts. Oh, like but more I will say one-on-one the with them? development, what we're saying? More like you wanted more one on one with Riddler and Batman because it was kind of like a, a cat and mouse chase where he was sending all these like clues where Riddler was sending all these clues to him, but until we didn't get the final showdown until the very end when they had that one on one at the at the prison. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind that, but I, I maybe needed one more letter and one more. Um, uh, one more counselor or judge or somebody to go down. I I maybe needed that. Maybe I needed more of a storyline with Falcone and what's going on there. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know if even like a new adversary would have been interesting as well of of someone, but. Or at least, like, a little bit more Penguin, Batman, you know. Mm-hmm. The car chase is fantastic, let's be honest. But oh, that was maybe one more interaction between them would have been something to kind of hold me over. But I just felt we got to talking about renewal and we got a brief explanation of what the renewal plan was from um, Ozzy, but... I don't know, just, I needed a little bit more. So that brings up two really good points I forgot to, I forgot the first time, because my my absolute, absolute favorite scene that I was anticipating was the car chase, because I really saw, like, the trailer makes it look absolutely gorgeous, and I loved the build-up to the Batmobile. That was one of the best buildups I think I've ever seen. Just the look on everyone's face when they see like, and I think it's stalled at first. I think it's stalled at one point where like it was like drumming up and then it's, it dies down. Then he gets the engine going and it like shoots off. Um, I liked seeing the comment of Batman looking, the camera looks forward when, when it's on Batman, but then when it's on, penguin it's looking back because he has to keep looking over his shoulder for batman so i really like when i saw that i got chills because i was like that is a great directorial moment like that's the cinematography for that was just outstanding and like the fact that he was genuinely like so scared and now that you're now like the the movie is leading up to like okay these these villains and these bad guys are starting to realize, oh shit, Batman's here, I've got to go. And I love seeing that, I love seeing him instill the fear into Penguin, and I like the little waddle he did after that. Um, that was cute. I, I looked over at my yeah. friend. Um, that, that was, that was, that was so cool. Um, there, was, there was a second moment when Batman is leaving the, the precinct, and he's on top of like whatever building it is and he looks down and you think that he's just going to like jump down or something. I like mm-hmm. that we saw him use the cape 
I don't know. I I just like I like. It wasn't him. even the cape. What was it? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't really the cape. No, I didn't it was think like it a was the cape. Suit. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like a squirrel suit. That I was, was. I was like, that's fantastic. Yes, I, I was like that's realistic as shit. So I like cool. that moment. Like, I like seeing the camera on him and then camera on, on... That was probably one of... That's probably my second favorite moment of the film is, like, you seeing the camera leading on him and then down on Gotham. Like, his point of view. And that was kind of yeah. like a moment where I was like... I literally, like, there was... This is one of the only DC films. I think other than, like, The Suicide Squad. Where I literally was like, Damn. Or, like, yelling or, like, oh, my God, and, like, laughing. Like, it wasn't a funny film, but there were moments mm-hmm. where you're, like, that was cute or that was that was a pretty, like, nifty joke or something. And just, it was good. Like, the little moments. Mm-hmm. Like, Matt Reeves really brought out, like, what fans wanted. And then he brought out great mo- and I And I do agree with you also. And I think whenever however they try and do sequels or whatever they do, I feel like they are going to pull these elements out. Like, I feel like his connection with Alfred is going to grow as the years, as the quote-unquote years go on, as he starts to get more into his Batman years, mm-hmm. as as he starts to realize, okay, Alfred is my family. Um. So I think right. it's going to build up. I do agree. I, I think they did have a better connection, but that was just my end of it. Like, I don't think we get to see Alfred as much as we usually do. It was more like a him and Jim Gordon kind of thing. Mm. Um, I But I'm excited for whatever they decide to do with the sequels. And I love I love seeing Robert Pattinson just like so passionate about his character. And he's like going to all these like movie theaters and he's like showing up. And I'm like, oh, yes. But um, any final thoughts on Batman? I have to see it again. I'm actually going Saturday. This is the first time in five or six years my dad's going to the movies to see. He wants to see this film. I, I called him on Friday. He's like, he goes, that's that new Batman, isn't it? I say, yeah. He goes, all right, buy his tickets. I want to see it. He loves Batman. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it again. I, I, I think I have to. That's I think there are things that maybe you might I have missed, missed the first or, time. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. Like I'm thinking, okay, going back into it, yeah. kind of paying more attention now that I've seen like how he, like I was focusing on the Batman, seeing how Robert Pattinson like portrayed this mm-hmm. character, but going into the second round, I'm going to focus, okay, let's see like what other elements did I miss? What other clues? What other like side gimmicks yeah. are there to see? Maybe there's Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen yeah. me this passionate about DC film? No, but I know why. It's not just because of Robert Pattinson. It is. It helps. <laughs> it helps. Listen, I was one of the only people on Twitter that was rooting for him. And all these fake... I literally said to my friend the other day, my friend texted me and I said, did you see the Batman? And she's like, no. I said, all these fake ass Bat- like Pattinson fans are coming out of the woodworks and they're like... Like, oh yeah, he was in that Twilight movie. And I was like, yeah, he was Cedric Diggory before that. But no, he did. He did wonderful. And I do genuinely hope he gets nominated for an Oscar because of this. 
What would you think? What would you say their category? What categories could you see them being nominated for? Best makeup. Colin Farrell. Best score. Best cinematography. I think it was raved about enough that... Maybe best director. I think... I think Colin Farrell might get a... Like best supporting? Best supporting nod. Yeah. I'm just going to put it out to the universe that Robert Pattinson's going to get the best... uh, Best Actor nomination and Zoe Kravitz for Best Supporting. He might. I don't think he'll win, though. Well, I don't know. what. Yeah, I have to see what other projects are coming out this year to really make that determination. But we do have that Bullet Train. Just kidding. Bullet Train is coming out with uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson and Bro, Bullet Train. I I haven't seen the trailer yet. I'm actually really excited for that movie. Oh, my God. The trailer's hilarious. I have to watch the trailer. (laughs) Actually, I heard that this I, is no, the, the trailer is really good. I heard that this is the trailer or this is the film that got Aaron Taylor Johns- Johnson the cra- the Craven Craven the Craven role. Mm. But I heard I I heard it's a really good trailer. I just haven't seen it yet. Uh, it's hilarious. It's so funny. Like I. I haven't laughed this much at Brad Pitt since Burn Before Reading. Oh, so he's he's a shoe in <laughs> He's he's hilarious. He's so good though. <laughs> I'll watch it after this after yeah, we record. No, I got this. nothing else on Batman. I any final thoughts on Star Wars or Nope. That's it. I mean, that's it for me, unless you want to talk a little bit of Marvel, but we can save that for next week. Save for next week. Save for next week. Give them something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. Leave them wanting more. They always do. Always. <laughs> All right, but that was another. All right. I... Oh, you go for yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it's another episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. And we will see you guys next time.